Hey guys, Joe here from Modern Heathen Man. Glad to uh, have you joining me this morning here. Um, it is Sunday, the 7th of November, and we're coming to you today to talk a little bit about venerating the warriors. Um, so grab yourself a cup, grab yourself a mug, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself some mead, grab yourself some coffee, sit back and enjoy my wife Kelly. Hello. And myself from Modern Heathen Man. So, one of the big things in our path that we've chosen to follow is the veneration of warriors. And we hold warriors to be, I don't want to say sacred or above anything else, but they hold a place in our mythology and they hold a place in our veneration because of how important they are. You know, just in general, warriors do so many different things to help our countries, to help our peoples, to help our nationalities, that we can't name them all, to be honest with you. But today, my wife and I would like to talk to you a little bit about um, warrior veneration. We have the unique opportunity this year to venerate our son, who has joined the military, He's doing really well, and we usually venerate the warriors because we both have ancestors that were warriors in a couple different wars and stuff like that. So we usually venerate them. But this year we get to hail our son and get to honor our son. So with that said, we wanted to go over a few different ways that we can venerate the warriors, a few different things we can do um, for ancestor warriors, for those going on before us, those lost in battle and those lost not in battle. So let's talk about that a little bit. So what do you guys say, Kelly? Any input today? Um, I just think that I think it's important um to just venerate the warriors in general. Um, they do do a lot to protect the general public. Um, in times of war, even in times of peace, they do a lot of jobs that we don't want to do. Go places that we don't want to go. When I do the things that we can't or don't want to do. Exactly. Yeah. So in my yard, one of the things I built was I built three different gardens. The first garden I built, of course, was for the gods. The second garden I built was for the ancestors. And the last garden I built was for the warriors. And in those gardens, we were able to leave offerings to warriors and things that have gone on before us. But then that brings us to modern day. Or we have those warriors that are still with us. So how do we honor those? Well, my kindred every year, right around the holidays, or right around Yule, would have a warrior remembrance day. Uh, we would pick some of those people in the kindred that have served in the military. We would honor them specifically. We would serve specific food that they either requested or would like. And... We would tell the stories of them doing their things and what they did and how they served our country and how they served their country and how they served us and how they helped us along. So we would do that and um, serve a feast and have a bloat and everything else, honoring them specifically for their contribution to our lives. Well, November 11th, besides being Armistice Day or Veterans Day mm -hmm. or um, the the... 
the day we remember, yeah. Right. It's the Einherjar bloat. So right. that's one of the things we do is do the Einherjar bloat. Yeah, we honor the Einherjar, but we also honor those that are here. And I'm, what right. I'm doing right now is I'm going over how we honor those that are here. Okay. And then we'll go over how we honor the Einherjar. Okay? Okay. So those people that are here are the ones that, you know, we see every day. Those people that still, you know, served in, like, Vietnam or a couple that are left that served in, like, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, um, Desert Storm, Desert... Whatever. Shield. Shield. Desert Freedom. Iraqi. Whatever. And I'm saying whatever, not to misunderstand me. I just don't know what they're all called, so I apologize. There were so many different names for all the different things that we've done recently in Afghanistan and Iraq that I, I honestly am not able to keep track of all of them. I just know if they're in uniform and they're serving the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, or Coast Guard, I honor them. So that's why I'm saying whatever. I don't really... I don't want to say I don't care what they did. I don't care which specific campaign they were in. I just want to honor them, period, for being a warrior, if you get what I'm saying. So, with that said, and it's not that I don't care what campaign they were in. What I'm trying to say is it doesn't matter to me specifically the campaign they were in. What matters to me is that they served, that they were a warrior, and that they did something I couldn't do or didn't want to do, and I need to honor that. That's the way I want to put that. So, with that said... So, again, you can have feasts in their honor. You can have um, get-togethers in their honor, bonfires in their honor. You can sacrifice stuff in their honor. Make sure you remember them specifically, though. You know, make sure they have their name put out there. Um, and the symbol, one of the best things is oaths and boasts. Um, you can go ahead and boast how your friend was in the military, your friend did this, or your acquaintance did this, and so on and so forth. You can honor them. Um, you can oath to honor them consistently every, you know, Veterans Day if you want, whatever you want to do that way. Um, but that's for those that are here. Now, for those that have gone on before us that have died outside of battle, we can honor those by just remembering them. Um, just remembering their deeds, their stories, their lives, um, pictures of them. We can put up pictures of them and put up um, different mementos of them. Um, some of their medals and so on and so forth that we have them and just really honor them at that day. And then of course the Einherjar. Um, if you don't know who the Einherjar are, they're the people that daily fight in Valhall and other warriors that are going to help Odin during Ragnarok to battle the evil that will be coming to destroy us. So we can honor the Einherjar a little differently by a feast of pork and mead, and remember their deeds, and remember what they've done beforehand, many, 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 many years beforehand, and continue on to them. So, and one of the things we've done for the Einherr Yarb um, festival, feast, uh, mm -hmm. bloat, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> is if we have a young man who's coming up to being an adult... We've recognized them as a warrior. We've made them a warrior. We've done this the ritual to have them become a warrior by giving them a sword and their first set of runes. And, right. Um, and the different warriors take them off and give them advice for their life. Right. Not that everybody hears, but pulls them aside and gives them their idea of advice for their life. And that person then holds that personally to them that this warrior talked to them about blank. And they go on then 
to have that their whole lives, that specific thing for that warrior. And then again, it goes on to honor that warrior later because when that person is passed on, this person who's a warrior may give that advice to somebody else and keep that going. Right. So it's, it's really actually a really emotional ceremony to do that as, you know, taking that young man and bringing him into adulthood. And one of the most emotional and funny and heart-wrenching parts of it is the mother actually pushes her son away. Yeah. That's one of the things we do in our kindred as a thing is the mother walks up and physically pushes her son to the warriors, to the men, and says, go. That's where you belong now. Yeah. So... And I know it sounds harsh and it sounds like whatever, but it it holds to the idea of letting go of them apron strings, if you know what I mean. And you know, your mom's not going to be the person that you need to lean on anymore. It's going to be the other men in your kindred, the other men in your tribe. You're going to become part of that push to be a man. And the way you're going to learn to be a man is with the other men. So that's why we do it that way. And the mom's not pushing them away, like, meanly just saying, you know, I don't love you anymore. She's pushing them away saying, this is where you belong now. This is where you're supposed to be. This will make you the man you need to become. This will make you the person that you're going to be in the future, you know. And it's emotional for the mother, and it's emotional for the kindred. It's emotional for the people involved. And those emotions are all important because they are the true thing which drives us. They are the true part of... Us as people, us as kindred, us as heathens joining together for this idea of where this boy will go, where this boy will become, what he'll do in life, and how far he'll go. And the more, I don't want to say the more powerful the kindred is, the more stable the person will be, because that's not always true, but they'll know that they always have these people to fall back on. You know, if they have any problems, they can fall back to these people and say, hey. I need help. I need help, exactly. Like, you know, my son, before he left for the military, he got called by five people. I think so. Five or six people, and three of which were in the kindred, and talked to him about what he's going to go through in basic training, and, you know, what he needs to know to get through that, and what he needs to accomplish while he's there and what he should understand is going to happen and all the other stuff so he's prepared now for that piece so when he gets there even though things may not be working out for him the way he expects them to work out for him he understands this is the way it's supposed to go and this is what's going to happen and this is what i need to do to either correct that problem or stay away from that problem so and he took the phone numbers of everybody that he talked to with him right so that he has somebody to say, hey, if I'm having a, a bad week, when he calls on Sunday and says, I really need some help, he's got five, six people besides us to fall back on and say, right. I need help. Yep. And those people were in the military. Those people understand what it's like. Those people are the warriors of our kindred. Those people are the warriors of our lives. So they know what to do. They know how to get through it. And they understand what he's going through more than anybody else. They also know how to overcome it. You know, I can say... Suck it up, be a man, do whatever you got to do, but it doesn't mean as much coming from me as it means coming from someone who's physically gone through that before. So it means a lot to us that he has those people to cling on to and to contact and go through. So 
With that said, we'll come back to the Warriors here and celebrating them. A simple bloat. It doesn't have to be extravagant. Just make sure you sacrifice something for the Einherjar. Make sure you sacrifice something for those Warriors that have gone on before us. And your symbol, I usually have somebody remember someone who is a specific warrior, either in their lives or part of their lives, that has affected their lives in a good way. Um, I don't want to say I make them. I say this is what we're honoring now. And I'll start with somebody in my life that was a warrior that honored me or gave me something to remember them by. And then I'll pass the horn to somebody else and let them go and so on and so forth or I'll have the Valkyrie pass the horn and keep on going so with that said that is our basic today for honoring the Einherjar if you want a little more in depth um, you can go ahead and log on to Facebook to Modern Heathen Man um, there's a group that I started there and a page um, I can put together a bloat for you if you'd like I think I have one just sitting around I to be think we with do it. honestly mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, give you an outline of what you should kind of do and what you want to do and go ahead and contact me. I'll be more than happy to go ahead and send you something out. Um, but again, as I said before, my, my bloat is not like your bloat. You can use it as an outline for ideas, make it your own, make it yourself, make it part of you and make it part of the kindred that you have. Um, and go from there. Anything else to add, Kelly? No, I don't think so. I'm sorry it's so short today, guys. I just want to get out there. And I try not to take too much of your time. I try to take about 15 minutes of your day. Oh, uh, yeah, one thing. Um, if you don't have a member of your kindred who's a warrior or wants to um, talk about being a warrior or something like that, invite a veteran. Yeah, yeah definitely invite a veteran or go visit an old folks home and see some of the veterans there, or, you know, we, we have all these parades all over the country that honor the veterans. Go there as a kindred. You know, make a float. Say, we're honoring our warriors. Hail to the warriors who went on before us, you know. Start putting us out there a little bit more. Um, we can do that easily as, you know, as a uh, religious organization. It shouldn't cost us anything to build a float and go out there and honor the warriors. Or even, not even a float, just go out there as a, a walking yeah. um, group. Yeah, just as a group, and yep. say that we're honoring our ancestors, we're honoring our our warriors that came before us. Yep, honoring those that served, you know, for our country, and so on and so forth. We can do all of those things to honor them. Um, you know, we remember that they sit with us. You know, we just came from the time where the veil is very thin, it's still very thin, and we're entering the Yule holiday, and all these people that have passed on before us are going to want to join us for these great holidays and stuff, so... Just remember they're there and watching, so and they'll enjoy it. I think one of the other things we do as a family, just as a family, is we take our kids to go visit a veteran on Veterans Day, whether yep. it's at a retirement home, whether it's one of our neighbors, whether it's a um, cemetery, whether it's a cemetery. We try to uh, we try to tell them these are the people who were brave enough to go out and serve our country yep. before we came along or while we came along, and you know these are people that we know that served. In the military. Yep. And, you know, our kids both have big shoes to fill for the military. We have both people on both of our sides that were decisive in the things that they did and to make our country, to found our country during the Civil War, during the different wars, during War. World War II, and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. So, you know, 
with all that said, there's no shortage of them honoring someone. So we try to keep that alive in them and make them understand what went on and how it happened and who they were and what they did. So with that said, I want to leave you. I want to hail you for taking the time to be a better heathen. I want to hail the warriors today for all that they've done for us, for all the sacrifices they've made, whether we know of them or not, for all the time they've put in um, when we didn't, for all the times they worked when they couldn't. So, and they kept doing, even though they didn't have to. So I want to honor them today. Thank you, warriors, for what you've done. Hail you. I want to hail the gods for being there for us. I want to hail everyone that's listening, like I said, for being a better heathen, wanting to be a better heathen. And I want to thank you for joining Mother Heathen Man. And you have a great day.